Okay, round two. Name something that's not boring. A laundry? Ooh, a book club. Computer solitaire, huh? Ah, oh, sorry. We were looking for Chumba Casino. That's right. Chumbacasino.com has over 100 casino-style games. Join today and play for free for your chance to redeem some serious prizes. Chumbacasino.com. No purchase necessary. Forward, by law. 18 plus terms and conditions apply. See website for details. The following podcast contains spoilers and adult language. Listener discretion is advised. Greetings from Tromaville. This is Lloyd Kaufman, president of Troma Entertainment and creator of The Toxic Avenger. And, uh, you know, folks, when we're not making those great trauma movies like Tromeo and Juliet and Return to Newcomb High, Volume 1 and Volume 2, the trauma team and I like to kick back and listen to the best podcast in the world, The Showdown, because The Showdown is the most educational, the most emotional, and the most intelligent, and the most entertaining podcast in the entire world.
after these messages. We'll be right back. It's commercial time. And this song is now going to be in your head for several days. So You're welcome. Corey, yep. in honor of even the Montague and Capulets being able to bury the hatchet on their feud, I say we do the same with our commercial segment. Okay. As a show of good faith, go ahead. All right. You can find me on Twitter. and Thou shalt not speak before Vic Miller. Damn it. And you can find me, not as the prince, but as Miller King 5-1 online and social media, as well as Black and Angry. That's B-L-A-Q and Angry on all gaming platforms. All right, Corey. You can find me. Do not interrupt the cardigans. And don't be a fool. Find me at Brad Scott Comedy on Twitter and Instagram. And Comedian Brad Scott on Facebook. Check out my website. BradScottComedy.com for funny videos and check out my other podcast, WrestleMania. That's WrestleMania with an A, WrestleMania. Me and Brent Terhune, we're not smart, but we're always entertaining. WrestleMania. It's sports entertaining. All right, Corey. All right, you can find me on Twitter. And nope. Can't. Not yet, at least, because we got to talk about the showdown. You can find The Showdown on Twitter and Instagram at The Showdown Pod and on Facebook, The Showdown Podcast. Click like somebody should. Okay, Corey. Okay. Letterboxd and Twitter at NKO Gonzo. You can also check out our other podcast, The Miller Times Podcast, where Vic and I look back at the week in TV. And you can find us on Twitter. And the show is on Google Play and iTunes and Podomatic. All right. And now let's get back to the show and find out if Romeo and Juliet survives. You are listening to the Showdown Podcast. Welcome back to the Showdown Podcast. We are talking about the 1996 box office smash, in spite of what Corey Miller thinks. Romeo and Juliet, the modernized, updated telling of the Shakespearean classic story. Uh, and in all sincerity, a lot of people do consider it the greatest love story, you know, of all time. So there's that. Um, and now it's time to figure out if it's worthy, if it's, if it's not just the greatest love story of all time, but more importantly, is it a showdown hall of fame member? So we will go ahead and start with Vic. So this movie um, is very long, very drawn out, very it's a, British. Uh, like it's a two hours, uh, two hour traffic. Yeah, <laughs> it's, it's a rough, it's a rough watch to get through. However, um, the with all that aside, aside from the Shakespeare monologue, like I loved this movie's um, way of modernizing it. 
turning it into a gang type story, even though it's been done different ways, West Side Story, different things like that. They've done this with Shakespeare movies through the years and made them into modern day tellings of that same story, but they didn't leave it the actual story and leave the actual dialogue and then just change the surroundings. And that made this like really, really good to me and really interesting to watch. So for me, it makes it. All right, Corey. Yeah, I think everything, I agree with everything uh, Vic said. Also, I think another thing that helped it out was the soundtrack itself. We played some of the music here. Uh, it, and and we like I said before, it did come out with two CDs. And I think a lot of that music I listened to, uh, it didn't help that my, it didn't help that my wife was, and still loves the movie, but was really addicted to the soundtrack, especially when it came out. So I listened to it a lot, and I think that helped with uh, becoming more comfortable with the movie. Not, not so much that there's something to be uncomfortable about or uncomfortable about, but just becoming more familiar, more of a, a dr- drawn. You're drawn more to it. So, so yeah, for me, yeah, it still holds up for sure. Because, like I said, I didn't really understand Romeo and Juliet all that much. I mean, I got the gist of it, but I think this one the way that they told it with the modernization, it really made things click in my head. It's unanimous. I agree. Um, it, it is. It's just, it's, they did a great job of making it modern, but paying tribute to the dialogue and making, making it work. I have it listed on my letterbox D list at my, as my 14th favorite movie ever. I think after I rewatched it today, I would move it up to fifth. Really? Yeah, I I forgot I hadn't seen it in a long time because I've I I like I said I had the DVD in college, but it had probably been a few years after college, so like two thousand and four or five. It was probably the last time I watched the movie all the way through. I'd seen bits and pieces on TV here and there, but as far as sitting and watching the entire movie, that was probably the last time. And it just gave me all the same feelings I had when I watched it in like high school and stuff when I you know when I was when I really liked it and it's just a good movie. The the the, the like. The the kind of shock moments like, oh, I think it gets like those little those little bits and pieces like where they put them in the movie are still there. Like when he when like when he like you said when he takes the scratch you're like damn and he like it's a scratch really like you get that reaction Mm -hmm. the way that they put it. And I think and I think they uh, I think I think it unfairly gets kind of classified as a feminine movie because it's Romeo and Juliet. It's considered a lot. It's it's. It's a lot of yeah. guns. It's a lot <laughs> yeah. of fights. It's 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 about as feminine. Well, you know, as it's so well acted. Too. Any other, if if you want to call it that, then every other gangster movie out there should be considered feminine because it's other well, other than the overall the overall storyline of Romeo and Juliet. It oh, it's is a gangster movie. All kinds of a gangster. Yeah. Movie. Well, you just don't hear a lot of guys going. Yeah, I'm gonna. Uh, I got Romeo and Juliet on DVD. I'm gonna watch it tonight. Well, no, that's. I think that's where. You well, know, I don't think you hear a whole lot of gangster guys that say they're watching anything on <laughs> DVD tonight. I don't think they say it that way. I think they just do it. They don't go around and go. I'm gonna watch the practice. <laughs> like, you got a problem with me watching the practice? <laughs> <laughs> say something. <laughs> I'm gonna watch the hunted. Um, all right, so let's let's uh, we got to wrap up, but let's we we thought about this and we we're thinking, what are we gonna end the show with? What kind of segment are we gonna have? And we thought, what better segment than recasting this movie with some classic favorites? So, uh, Corey, are you ready? Oh, I think so. All right, so this is, uh, th- this is a scene between Romeo and Mercutio, and we are reimagining it uh, with the part of Romeo will be played by Owen Wilson, 
and the part of Mercutio will be played by Ben McKenzie of Gotham and OC fame. So, action. Wow, is love a tender thing? It is too rough, too rude, too boisterous, and wow, it pricks like a thorn. If love be rough with you, be rough with love. Prick love for pricking and you be loved down! Insane. All right. Um, and then we had another one. An old favorite wanted to stop by. Uh, but I think we're going to do two variations of this line. We're oh, going to yeah. get crazy. Oh. I think we're going to start with, I want to do another Ben McKenzie. Okay. And we're going to have the same line as read by another showdown favorite. Okay. So here's Ben McKenzie's, one of the most famous lines in the history of written performance. But soft... Will light through yonder window breaks? It is the east, and Juliet is the sun! Insane. <laughs> and now a showdown favorite stops by to do that same line. We'll put it on Twitter. We'll put up a poll. You guys will actually do it this time because I'm going to remind you. Okay. Who do you think did it better? Ben McKenzie or... But soft, buddy! What light through yonder window breaks? It is the east, and Juliet is the sun. Smoke weed every day. <laughs> Insane. All right, let us know on Twitter who did it better, Ben McKenzie or Miley Cyrus. <laughs> if people see that poll somehow that don't know the show or anything, they're just like, what the fuck is this? What does either of these two have to do with Romeo and Juliet? But uh, maybe, they, maybe they'll listen then. Maybe. Now, is there a... Uh, is there any other Shakespearean story you would like to see updated? Real quick, we have a couple minutes left. The one, the other, the only other one I can think of that's been along these same lines that I've enjoyed as much is, and I'm sure there's others that I just didn't realize, but Othello. Yeah. Oh. Oh, yeah. yeah. With Mackay Pfeiffer mm-hmm. and uh, who else was Josh that? Hartnett. Yeah. Uh, I think it was, was it Julia Stiles was the girl. Yes. Yes. Um, another one I was thinking of was Hamlet. What th- I know that, but there's there's been updates there's been of that in other fellow. Are you talking about the movie O? Yeah, like with uh, Mackay Pfeiffer yeah, and yeah. Uh, Josh Arnett. Who was the girl in that movie? Um, I don't remember. Like that, just like, when you said it, it just popped in my head. Like, I can't. Remember oh really? When I said it just now, it popped in your head? Oh, yeah, I didn't hear you say it. What about the entire conversation Corey and I had about that? That started off this entire segment, Vic, which was, what other movie would you want to see done? I can remember the only other one that I can think of off the top of my head that I liked was The Othello. And Corey no, I said, didn't hear that The one. O. I said, yeah, with Mackay Pfeiffer and Josh Hartnett. Because I was looking for said, something else. And what did you say, Corey? Oh, I said Julia Stiles was a girl? Yeah. I wasn't listening to you. And now you're playing Summertime for some reason. Wait, why, Vic? Wait, summer time on right now. God. It's so good to hear somebody else take the heat. <laughs> oh, and so uh, again, you know, uh, can keeping can keeping with our Black Tastic series, we chose another great film for Black History Month. Right, Vic. I mean, this actually had. Well, at least a it black had, yeah, guy had some black people in it. So we're uh, getting closer <laughs> with that spirit, with this whole month of, uh, you know, this whole month of February. We like to, to learn things on the showdown. So, Vic, tell us about a black guy. 
so since, or black woman or black woman. Well, since we were talking about uh, guns so much in this episode, um, I am looking at uh, Lonnie Johnson. Do you know who Lonnie Johnson is? Have you guys ever heard of Lonnie? Johnson? I have never heard of Lonnie Johnson. All right, so was he a baseball player? Have, no. Why is it? Why has got to be a? has got to be a baseball player. Is a black guy? No, because I remember a guy from the eighties. No, it's not him. Okay, so did you ever have a super circle when you were a kid? A what? A super circle. Yes, I did. Gun. No, I was too old for that. That was invented by Lonnie Johnson. He's a black NASA engineer scientist who created the super soaker. He also created the modern day Nerf gun. Which was really? derived from his creations of, of the Super, super Soaker. Yeah, he started with the Super Soaker, and he ended up creating a number of different um, Nerf guns. Um, and Hasbro actually had to pay him um, $73 million wow. for their copyright infringement on his patents that he had placed for the Nerf guns. And he was probably already rich with just from Super Soaker it money. Was, well, that, he's a NASA scientist, too, before Super yeah, Soaker. That's true. So, that's true. I mean, I'm, I'm going... But I don't think those guys are paid very pretty well. Deep, he's got a pretty deep background. But, uh, yeah, so Lonnie Johnson is my black man of the week. Um, All right. And the creator like of Super that. Soakers and Nerf guns. And uh, you know what? Fuck it. Call the show. <laughs> Call the show. That's it. Uh, okay. So the, the Romeo and Juliet is going into the Hall of Fame. Everyone here agreed it was unanimous. It's a fun movie. Go back and watch it. Hopefully we've sparked that interest to make you go see it again. And let us know what you think on iTunes. Rate and review. Five stars are nice. Uh, let us know on Twitter, show, Facebook, all that good stuff. Instagram. Follow the show. Uh, for Corey Miller, yep. Vic Miller, no I am Brad Scott. You've been listening to the Showdown Podcast. Romeo, Romeo, where are you, Romeo? My leaky diaper's a tragedy. Don't fret, Juliet, for I bring Huggies to help stop leaks. One for me and one for thee. Huggies diapers for him and her have leakage control shields. Plus, a softly padded waistband to help stop leaks like no other diaper. Thus, Huggies turn woe into laughter. And Romeo and Juliet lived happily ever after.
out of time. Oh, I wanted to talk so much more, but that does it. So for Corey Miller, for Vic Miller, no I am Brad Scott. You have been listening to the Showdown Podcast. Ryan here and I have a question for you what do you do when you win like are you a fist pumper a woohooer a hand clapper a high fiver I kind of like the high five but if you want to hone in on those winning moves check out Chumba Casino at ChumbaCasino.com choose from hundreds of social casino style games for your chance to redeem serious cash prizes there are new game releases weekly plus free daily bonuses so don't wait start having the most fun ever at ChumbaCasino.com no purchase necessary VGW void prohibited by law see terms and conditions 18 plus